When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, and welcome to Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks, your magic money coach. And I'm here with Jenny Gain, your master law of attraction coach. Yes, I like that, master. (laughs) (laughs) You Um, are the master. You're (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Aw, thanks, guys. So today we're going to talk about uh, dominant vibration is our topic for today. So do you want to kind of start us off with that, Cass, and uh, let us know or define what that means to you? Yeah, so your dominant vibration, it's your overall what you're putting out there. So I, you know, it's just the thing that always, like if somebody was to say, like, how are you vibrating or what's your frequency, it that would be what they would describe, like that overall thing. Like nobody, you know, would describe you in just like one moment. It would be their overall experience of you. And that's how I think of dominant vibration as well. Like we're vibrating with different things all throughout the day, but our dominant vibration, the one that we come home to or are most frequently is what is really sending the strongest signal to the universe. Um, Before I keep going, do you want to give your definition? Yep. It's very along the same lines. Um, I just, I feel the same, uh, the vibration that you're emitting most often, you know, the feeling Mm -hmm. that you feel most often throughout the day. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is important to talk about because you know, you can do all of your things. We've talked about practices before. We've talked about a lot of tools. You can do all of those things, but your dominant vibration wins every time. So even if you spend 20 minutes in the morning doing all these great tools and in this really great space, but you spend the rest of the day being pissed off or angry or thinking things aren't working out, your dominant vibration is the way you spend the majority of your day. And that's what you're going to get back. You're not going to get back you know, with those 20 minutes that you put out there, you're going to get back that angry, pissed off, things aren't working out. That's what you're going to get back. Yes, absolutely. The universe uh, through the law of attraction is responding to your most dominant vibration. You know, I actually get a lot of clients that are starting to work with the law of attraction and they say, well, you know, okay, now I know that my thoughts create my reality. Well, I'm a little nervous to think certain thoughts. You know, I thought this bad thought and I thought this thought, and I was like, no, 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 don't worry. <laughs> the, universe, <laughs> the universe isn't going to respond to every single thought you di- you have. You know, we have like over 60,000 in a day. They're going to respond to the majority of those thoughts. Like, no, sorry, not the majority, the um, most common thought that you're having. Right, so, which know, is, yeah, where most, that's the majority. Yeah, okay. Where most of your focus is kind of throughout the day. I love that way that you say that to them because that is true, right? So... In one hand, our dominant vibration and how the universe responds, it's really awesome in the way that you just described. Like if I have one or two bad thoughts, like that's not going to change, you know, this whole course of what I'm trying to attract. But on the other hand, it's our responsibility to make sure our vibration is as high as possible because that is what the universe is responding to. I love that you just brought up responsibility (laughs) (laughs) because I I don't think we've actually talked about it a lot yet, but it is... Our, you know, our whole, we are 100% responsible for what happens 
in our experience and in our reality. And I think once you understand and you know that, it empowers you a lot more to to take care of yourself and take care of that dominant vibration, being aware of what you're putting out there at all times. I love that. I love that you said taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about responsibility before we talk about, I, I do want to talk later in the show about how we take care of our dominant vibration, but um, let's talk a little bit more about responsibility. How do you work on that with your clients or introduce it? <laughs> well, it's just, it's a really simple kind of concept because I know that what the universe brings us is only going to be a vibrational match to us. You know, like we cannot experience something in our life unless on some level we are a vibrational match to it. So when you know that and when you understand that, you don't question why things or how things come into your life. You don't, um, you can't say anymore, you can't use the excuse that you're a victim because you are a co-creator of everything in your experience. And if you want your reality to change, you have to change first what you're putting out there. Right. Yeah. What would you say, Cass, about um, responsibility? Um, that we have to, like, it starts, like, changing your dominant vibration starts with taking that responsibility um, for owning it. And sometimes, you know, we a lot of times I find people will read about the law of attraction they'll be studying, but they don't own that yet, that it's their responsibility um, to take control or to take, you know, to take the reins, basically. You know, um, this is making me think of, like, going horseback riding. And um, if you've ever ridden a horse, you know, like, they tell, like, you have to take control. Like, you get, you know, you have to lead the horse where you want to go or else the horse will do whatever it wants. It will stop on the trail and eat all the time. It will, you know, take its own path. It will, it will stop when it wants. And, if you're not the person who's in control, like if you're lackadaisical about that control, your horse will be all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or you're going to fall off the horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, but if you take the reins, which horses actually love to be led. So, and this is the same with the universe. The universe loves you to lead, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, because then it's just, it's just matching you. And so wherever you're leading, I mean, Anyone always likes to be at the best party. Like the universe isn't a being, but even in that same energy, like wants to be led to the best place. And so when you take the reins, just like when you take the reins for a horse, you're directing everything. And that's your responsibility to show up in that. So, you know, responsibility for me really comes in like showing up and taking ownership of the power that I have. Mm -hmm. That's a perfect example. And then taking that into our life situation and to absolutely know and take the reins of our own life. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Um, so coming back to the dominant vibration, would you say there's they're slightly different in terms of you can have a dominant vibration? Like, do you only have one or do you have multiple? Ooh, to find your question so everybody listening is clear as well. Okay, so... Uh, the way, well, I, w- I want to get your thoughts before I share what I believe, but would you mm. say you have a dominant vibration just generally about life or would you say it varies from subject to subject throughout your day? Like say you, um, you're working, you're going to work and you have a certain, a dominant vibration about work or you have a dominant vibration about money or relationships or whatever the subject might be. Great question. So I think you have one dominant vibration. You might show up at a lower or higher vibration in those, but the average of that is going to be your dominant vibration. Cool. Yeah. Um, what do you think? 
I think that you have both. Mm. <laughs> like I'm allowed to, I'm allowed yeah, to have whatever opinion I want, right? That's right. <laughs> um, so I think you have a general, you know, how you're feeling about life, you know, take in kind of a bigger picture over the past week, over the past month, over the past year, you know, how have you been feeling generally? And people can usually say, you know, it's kind of positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And then I do also believe you have um, kind of an overall or general feeling or vibration about each sub about different subjects. So, for example, we have a certain feeling or underlying vibration about money, about relationships, about health, and what is true and what's not true um, about each of those subjects. Yeah. So, do you think that those subjects do they influence that overall? dominant vibration how do you think they interact together Ooh, that's a good one you know what first comes to mind when you say that is i believe that when one changes it is also going to influence the other so kind of like Mm -hmm. the different areas of your life and so yes i do think that the different um kind of the sub dominant vibrations that you have do equal and influence your um your master dominant vibration Mm -hmm. (laughs) if that makes sense Yes, I to- I totally agree with that. And I think that's, you know, I think they all make up. Um, I'm not sure if we're saying the same thing, but I think we're, it all makes up sort of that dominant vibration. And when you raise either your dominant vibration by having better thoughts just in general, or whether you raise like your money mindset, it raises everything. So if you raise your money mindset, that's going to raise your dominant vibration. If you raise just your dominant vibration, it's going to raise all of your vibrations in all areas. Yes, exactly. And you know what? Maybe I am just clarifying this within myself as I speak about it is we do have one dominant vibration. Then we kind of have like sub levels that add to that in different areas of our life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think we're both on the same page there is that, you know, and so I think what people try and do, tell me if you've seen this in your practice, like everybody tries to change those sub vibrations. And a lot of times, like a lot of times that can naturally uh, enhance our dominant vibration, but sometimes you need to enhance that dominant vibration, how you're feeling about just life in general, um, in order to really up that money vibration or that health health vibration. Hundred percent. Yes. Um, we. How about we actually talk a little bit more about this after we take a quick break? Perfect. All right, and we're back. So, Cass, maybe you can kind of refresh us where we left off. Definitely. So we were talking about, um, you know, how sometimes people, they might want to try and raise their money vibration, but they don't, so they put a lot of attention on that, but they don't put any attention on that sort of dominant vibration. How are you walking through the world? Mm. And I've seen that not be as successful because you're not, you know, everything like we talked about, like, uh, rising, what's the saying? Rising boats rise all tides. I don't, that's not it. Rising tides raise all boats, right? Right. So, when you raise one, it does the other. But if you, I believe, and I've seen a lot of success, if you're trying to work on one certain vibration, if you actually also focus on your dominant vibration. So if you're working on money, also work on how you're walking through the world every day. Mm-hmm. And you know what that kind of makes me think about is that principle of getting being more general about something instead of being more specific. And then when we focus generally you know, we usually have more belief in that and it's easier for the universe to give us back in a, in a general sense than us being so specific about something, 
um, and trying to, you know, manifest or create in one area. And then I totally have observed in this, like when you're very general, your everything in your life improves versus just, you know, trying to focus on one area and it kind of trickling into other areas. If you kind of just step back, take the bigger picture, you know, kind of, I don't know, I picture an umbrella over, you know, your whole life. Yeah. That goes over all areas of your life and that you improve that in a general sense and it is definitely going to um, move into all areas of your life. I totally agree. And I think, you know, one of the reasons that is, I find, is that, you know, if somebody is super focused on money, it's often because that's a problem. Mm. And um, so focusing on that whole area, like maybe getting a little more general, um, opening up your whole life, um, you're focused less on the problem and on more of what you want. Because it can be really easy if you're just like trying to raise your money vibe, trying to raise your money vibe. Like what you're really trying to do is fix that problem. Mm -hmm. But if you're focusing on enhancing your whole life, you're inherently focusing on what you want more of instead of what you don't want. Right. That leads perfectly into this example. I did want to talk more about money because, I mean, who in their life doesn't want more money? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, I mean, we love talking about that. So there's kind of like everybody out there is wanting more money. And so it's really interesting to see and hear this from people like you have friends or clients or whoever it is in your life that you know, they're working on manifesting more money or greater abundance. And yet you can, you know, you'll go to coffee with them or you go for a run or whatever it might be, you're hanging out with them and you're hearing their language and them talk about a specific situation. And they're saying things that is evidence that they're focused more on the lack, you know, more on the fact that they don't have it. Even just going shopping and, you know, you say, oh, that's a beautiful dress. And they say, oh, yeah, I can't afford that. You know, it's like, right. <laughs> you're like, wait a second, you have to activate that vibe. You want your money vibe to be about what you want, you know, instead exactly. of instead of the, oh, yeah, I don't have it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think that's another great example, too. I'm glad you brought this up because that is a great example of how somebody could be doing the work in the morning, right? They're doing all their money mantras. They're doing all this this stuff in the morning, all using all these tools, and yet they're going out into the real world. And what speaks, you know highest to the universe is that dominant vibration. And so I would say that the dominant vibration that person in your scenario has is that there's a lack of money. Mm -hmm. And usually, most often, you're right, the vibration about the specific subjects kind of translate into other areas of their life. So if they're feeling a lack of money, you know, it it possibly means that they're feeling a lack, a lack in general in the universe. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot easier to think of um, changing that to a, in a, in a more general sense. And instead of it being specifically about money, think, okay, I'm going to create that there's more abundance in the universe, period. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Which can go like abundance of time, abundance of friends, abundance of experiences, abundance of everything. Yes. Yeah, that's actually one of the exercises I um, give. I think it's um I think it's in my book, but is to like look around and start like looking at all the abundance. Like you likely have an abundance of socks, mm. you know. <laughs> like, you know, everyone generally has a drawer full of socks. So in a lot, of, like, focus on where you see that abundance already is a great way to raise your dominant vibration, which we're gonna talk more about. But I just jumped ahead a little bit. <laughs> totally, we're gonna talk a little bit more how we can change and vibe up our vibration. Um, in the last section here, but 
I heard you mention your book, and I just want to say a big woohoo because you just let it out. You just uh, published this book, and it's been a huge success, and I'm so proud of you, Cass. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so if anyone on the show hasn't heard of it, it's... Um, uh, life sign for Champagne Life. Yes. All that, you know, I think of is the Champagne Life. I just see those <laughs> two champagne glasses clinking together, and I'm like, yep, that's Cassie. <laughs> yeah. Just look for, you know, the, yeah. The books with the champagne on the cover. Those are mine. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So cool. So, and that is really, I mean, that, that book is a lot about, it falls into a lot of our topic about raising your vibration, um, your dominant vibration and, and talk, it focuses on that overall umbrella that we're talking about. So if this is really a subject that's speaking to you, um, I didn't actually plan on talking about the book, but um, it's speaking to you like that's a great resource to get if you're feeling like I don't get this part, like I don't get what they're talking about, about raising the vibration in all areas. I've only been taught how to or I only know how to like, you know, focus on this and focus on that. Um, It's a great book to expand that umbrella thing that we're talking about and enhance your whole dominant vibration. Mm -hmm. I know it's been. uh, Yeah, I guess we didn't. It's been a huge not eye opener, but it just set everything out so structured and, and real, you know, and it's, it's such a real life, um, positive influence and it really makes, it really allows you to create that positive change. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, you know, finding tools. I think this is a great, we want to talk about how to take care of your dominant vibration. And so this is one way is to continually be learning, exploring, Um, putting things into practice that raise your, you know, taking care of your dominant vibration is as important as raising it. Would you agree? Oh, hundred percent. Yes. And it kind of makes me think of like taking care of it in terms of like, you want to maintain it. So when you notice you're feeling amazing and you know, you're going through your days and you can, you kind of maintain that, um, consistent feeling or consistent vibration throughout your day how are you going to take care of that? You know, how are you going to translate that into the next day? Yes. Oh, do you have great tips for this? Um, why don't we take a quick break? Yes, I awesome. do have some great tips, but I'd love to share them um, in one short moment. And welcome back. So we finished that last section with Cassie asking me if I had any tips for how we can maintain and um, take care of our dominant vibration. But I'm actually going to throw this one onto her, back onto her, because we are just taking a little break and talking about it. And she has some awesome ideas. Cool. So my first tip is really, we talked about it in the beginning, but it's to take ownership or responsibility for your dominant vibration. Uh, That is the best way to protect it is to realize that you are in charge of it, you know, take the lead, like taking the lead of the horse of that. And so once you know that it's your responsibility, um, you know, anytime we use the word responsibility, I feel like we up, like you, you sit up a little bit straighter. You're like, this is, you know, my responsibility. It's like when someone hands you something as a kid, it's like, you're responsible for this. Like you protect it. And I think it's very much like that, like protecting it. And so one of the ways to protect it is to pay attention to who you're hanging around, pay attention to how you feel when you leave them. Um, you know, and it doesn't mean that you have to like, I don't think you have to exclude everyone from your life. Sometimes you do maybe, but maybe you just don't spend as much time with them or you're really clear before you go in, you do some things before to really, 
um, you know, set yourself up and make sure you're walking into this, into the situation with, you know, your highest vibration. Um, and then watch what's influencing your life. So what are you getting, you know, what's, um, whether it's the news or the media or, um, you know, who you're listening to on the way to work or the songs you're listening to, whatever that is, if those aren't in protection of your dominant vibration, then you want to analyze if you want to make a shift or not. And that comes down to your choice. Like, Jenny is never going to say, like, you have to do anything. Um, but when you become aware of the responsibility, then it becomes a choice that if this makes me feel better and I get more of the life I want by doing this and it and it protects my dominant vibration, I want to keep doing it. And it's your choice whether you still engage or let go of the things that don't protect your dominant vibration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some amazing advice, Cass. Um, what I really loved about that is you're using your environment to support your dominant vibration. So just to touch more on that, like what Cassie said in terms of, I really love what you talk about in, um, choosing which people you want to be around, because I do have a lot of clients come to me and a lot of people say, or even just my friends, you know, ask me, well, you know, I'm, I feel really great, but then I go and hang out with this person and all they're talking about was how bad their day was or everything that's going wrong. And it's a lot more work to kind of maintain that good feeling dominant vibration when you're surrounded by people who um, maybe don't understand or maybe just, you know, aren't aware um, or aren't as focused on keeping their feel good as you are. And so would you find, Cass, that as you are um, up-leveling your own vibration of frequency and learning to live in a really feel-good place that you your friends or the people that you're, you surround yourself with change a little bit? I think they do. I think they naturally evolve. And I think, um, it's really interesting. I loved that you brought this up. So I had two things to share when you said this. Number one is that, you know, try out some things, you know, before you decide you don't have to be, you know, hanging out there, try like really taking control in that responsibility. So, um, I had a friend a couple months ago who is, and she's very positive and, um, you know, generally, but a lot of stuff was going on in her life. So she just like sent me this Facebook message and it was like, da, 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 and all this stuff. And I just responded back. Like I didn't want, like I knew all that stuff was important, but I didn't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so I responded back and I said, we were going to see each other in like a week. I said, I can't wait to hear about all the good stuff that's happening when I see you. you (laughs) You've actually pulled that one on me before when I was complaining about something. (laughs) And then you're like, I can't wait to talk to you about what's going great. (laughs) It's become a habit. I didn't know. And I wasn't actually talking about Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, what was cool is that a couple weeks later, you know, she or when we met up, she was like, thank you for that. Like Mm -hmm. she didn't say message, she didn't say it, but she said that turned my day around Mm -hmm. because I realized like in the midst of all this stuff that seems like it's going wrong, like there is a ton of stuff that is going right. You know what? It's really, I find I have a lot of respect for people who can stick to that and kind of give you a little whack in the bum and get you back on track. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's the, you know, it's, we always have a choice whether we're going to engage in that same conversation. You know, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Uh, You know, when I was working, it's like sort of the habit to sort of like complain about your life, right? Yes. Yeah. It so is. Like go into, you know, each other's office and complain about this and complain about that. And what I realized recently is like, I never did that. Mm -hmm. What I went in and I like 
you know, I would, might listen to someone else complain, but then when it was my turn to talk, I'm like, oh my God, I have this trip coming up. I'm planning this. I'm going to buy this house. I'm going to do this. Like I'm always finding like the stuff to talk about. And people love to hear about that, mm-hmm. you know, and just because they didn't ever stop talking positive doesn't mean anything. I was in charge of my own vibration. So they could tell me whatever they want and I can choose to like focus where I want and share what I want. And then my dominant vibration remains high and we still get to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it was a while back, but one of the things you said about um, you being empowered and choosing, you know, getting to choose your own vib- vibration and having that responsibility. And you said something, I forget what it was, but what came to me was it feels like we're, when we know we're responsible for um, how we feel and our dominant vibration it's we mm-hmm. kind of take like more pride in it and that kind of inspires us to take care of it more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's like, just think of something that you've got any time in your life and you, you know, like somebody was like, this is your responsibility. And how did you take care of it? Like if it was a breakable, like very cool thing, whatever, you probably like were very gentle with it and you made sure it was in a special place and you always made sure it was protected. Like it's not something you would throw on the ground Um, And so when you look at and you have that pride about your dominant vibration, it becomes easier to maintain it. Yes, that's exactly what we need to do. We need to take care of our dominant vibration because it's the it's what the universe is responding to. And so it's absolutely what is creating our reality. Yes. So maybe we should talk about now how we can, um, you know, vibe it up or change our dominant vibration if it's not something if we're not putting out there what we are desiring right now. Yes, let's do that. Do you want to go first? Nope, I want you to go first. (laughs) (laughs) So my tip on how to up your dominant vibration would just be to decide at the beginning of each day. Oh, that's mine too. That's yours too? Oh, awesome. (laughs) Cool, so then we can talk about it. But it's really about making a decision you know, every day, how you want to show up for the day. And I like to do it in the morning. Like, how am I going to show up and do something that activates that so that you're starting the energy of your day in your highest dominant vibration? Yeah, that's perfect. And just reminding everyone that why the morning can be so important is because we wake up from a non-resistant place because we're not thinking or creating any resistance when we're sleeping because we're not thinking. And when we wake up, that's our chance to kind of right there started off at a really high dominant vibration. So you, that's when you can deliberately choose, like Cassie was saying to, I say, set an intention for how you want to feel that day. And then we can kind of throughout the day, um, just keep staying, stay with that awareness and pay attention to your thoughts. And if you're kind of falling off, you're going to be, because you have already set an intention for how you want to feel or you're going to know, notice if you're not feeling that way, and then you can bring yourself back. I love that you said that because I think some people are get a little overwhelmed thinking about how how they're going to know, but you're right. If we set that intention in the morning, you will notice when you're off. And when you notice that, that's the point at which you want to make a change. So it's choosing a better thought. It's choosing to refocus, um, picking what you're focusing on, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, is there something that you like to, as an example, like what would you during your day or during your morning choose to set your dominant vibration to be just to give people an example? Like a feeling? Yes. Um, yeah. So I would choose, you know, 
easy is my like, mm, that's my yeah. new choice. Like dominant vibration yeah. is easy. Like everything is easy. So that's my focus is like, how can everything be easy or easier? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I love to do, I love to keep it really, really general sometimes. And I know this is advice from um, Abraham Hicks as well, is to make feeling good, your dominant vibration, awesome. like your dominant intent. And therefore anytime you're kind of feeling off track and you're not feeling great, you're like, Oh wait, you know, I'm, I got to bring it back, bring it back to, I'm choosing to feel, make feeling good my priority. I love it. Mm -hmm. And if you make feeling good, your priority, like your dominant vibration is going to be high. That's Mm going to be taken care of. Yes. And bring you more and more things to feel good about. Yes. (laughs) Sounds great. (laughs) So we're just about to wrap up here. Cass, do you have a uh, money mantra for us? Mantra. Um, my money vibration is high. Ooh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for today. We will see everyone next week. Just one more thing. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.